Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's no secret that making a movie is a tough job, and the struggle doesn't end once filming is over. In fact, editing is arguably the most important part of the whole process, and some of the biggest changes actually take place once the cameras have stopped rolling. This is the moment where the movie is cut down to a more appropriate length where unnecessary scenes are removed and dialogue is brushed up. Or if you're Justice League, this is the moment where you realise the entire movie has been a disaster and you need to redo like half of it. Sometimes it's more than that which gets the chop though, and entire subplots can go out the window. The following list then is concerned with such cuts. The films which cut out major, often game-changing subplots in order to tidy up the finished product, reduce the film's length, or keep focus on the main story. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 secret subplots you didn't know were cut from popular movies. Number 10. The Thing in Action. Fantastic Four 2015. There's no doubt that Josh Trank's Fantastic Four reboot was a poor affair, marred by a terrible script, out-of-place casting decisions, and forgettable, well, everything. But there was actually a big deleted scene which could have been good to see in the final cut of the movie. After the peculiar one-year time jump after the team first get their powers, there was meant to be a sequence in which the Thing would attack an enemy base by jumping from a plane. He would crash into the earth, creating a massive crater, and then walk through his opponents as they try to shoot him down with little effect. This scene, if you remember, was actually briefly shown in the trailer, but was cut from the finished film because Trank thought it wasn't necessary. Given the fact that the movie was slated for its lack of action sequences and suffers from a clear underuse of the heroes and their powers, perhaps it would have been wiser to keep this in. Then again, it probably would have just been even wiser to make a better film outright, but we can't all be winners. Number 9. Family Reunion – The Amazing Spider-Man 2 this deleted subplot formed an alternate ending to the much maligned Amazing Spider-Man sequel. For all the film's faults, the villain, the effects, the script, the villain again, the moment they ended up cutting from the movie was at least intriguing and would have formed a solid ending to the story while setting up the then-planned Amazing Spider-Man 3. Whilst visiting Gwen Stacy's grave near the end of the movie, the subplot would have kicked in when Peter Parker was suddenly approached by his believed dead father, who tells him that he's sorry for leaving him. The two share a moment in which Garfield delivers a great performance, and then they talk about why Richard came back and how he knows about Peter's identity as Spider-Man. 
It also gives the film the chance to hit fans with the iconic line, with great power comes great responsibility, and adds another layer to Peter deciding to don the suit once more. So much stuff was packed into Amazing Spider-Man 2, but just as much stuff was cut out, including this and a whole thing with Mary Jane. This flick should have been two movies at least. Number 8. Another touching love story, Love Actually. Love Actually is a much-loved Christmas rom-com that's good, actually, and features touching interconnected stories starring the likes of Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson, Keira Knightley, and Colin Firth. However, whilst it remains a solid feel-good film with some great tear-jerker moments, there is one subplot that was cut which remains the film's most affecting piece of drama. The subplot in question revolves around the school headmistress and her relationship with her terminally ill partner. After telling off the son of Karen, the teacher goes home and the couple talk about their differing tastes in sausages and discuss their day. Later, the pair cuddle up at night, only for it to be revealed soon after that the headmistress's partner passed away from her illness. It's a sweet little story which director Richard Curtis said he was very sorry for cutting and adds another emotional story to a film already bursting with them. Number 7. Jesus the Engineer, Prometheus Depending on who you ask, Prometheus either did too much or not enough in regards to the overall plot of the Alien franchise. Regardless of whether you were a fan of the movie or not though, everyone in their mums will be glad to hear that this particular subplot got the axe. According to the original drafts of the film script, Prometheus would have featured a subplot in which it's revealed that Jesus, yeah you heard that right, not Jesus from the Big Lebowski or me with my hair down, actual Jesus, was an engineer the whole time, sent to Earth to save the people from their sins. Jesus' crucifixion would have then been the reason for the engineer's plot to destroy Earth for their violent ways. Ridley Scott and screenwriter Damon Lindelof have both gone on record to say that the story was cut because they knew it would receive backlash from the religious community, and Scott himself thought that the whole thing was a little too on the nose and wouldn't have fully fit with the tone of the film. Number 6. Kyber Crystals – Star Wars A New Hope Star Wars is, of course, a masterpiece of science fiction, a sweeping, franchise-making epic which ushered in the modern era of the blockbuster. It was, all told, a seriously ambitious project, with much of its influence taken from Akira Kurosawa's The Hidden Fortress. In that movie, a pair of peasants help a princess and a general cross enemy lines safely in return for gold. This was Lucas's biggest inspiration for the first Star Wars script, in which a major subplot showed a group of rebels search for kyber crystals, which would possibly give them the chance to destroy the Death Star. However, the whole sequence was cut due to financial restraints, and the kyber crystals arc was replaced with R2-D2 having the Death Star plans stored within his system, leading to Luke being the one who destroys the Emperor's weapon with just an X-Wing and some great aim courtesy of the Force. Number 5. Bane's Origins – The Dark Knight Rises Christopher Nolan's concluding film in his masterful Dark Knight trilogy was a fantastic action flick. Though not quite as strong as its predecessor, but then was it ever going to be, the film came complete with a great and monstrous villain. Bane was Batman's most intimidating threat yet, an absolute mountain of a man intent of besting the hero once and for all. Though Bane himself manages to squeeze in a lot of screen time during Batman's final outing, there was a large chunk of his story that had to be cut in order to limit the runtime and add more mystery to his character. According to costume designer Lindy Hemming, there was a whole subplot cut by Nolan detailing the reasons for Bane's mask and his vest. 
Henning said that the reason for his costume was to keep him functioning after a horrific back injury in his youth. And that whole plot makes sense when you consider that Nolan described the villain as Bruce Wayne but on the wrong path. It would have been cool to see, but perhaps like the Joker before him, the mystery is what makes him such a disturbing presence in the film, and the subplot would have cheapened that threat. Number 4. Constantine in Love Constantine Michelle Monaghan had an unfortunate time filming Constantine. One of the actress's earliest movie roles, she appears in the film only briefly in the final cut. But it was later revealed by director Francis Lawrence that Monaghan was cut from the film not once, but twice during production. In the deleted subplot, Constantine would have ended up in a relationship with this character. But Lawrence didn't like the story, stating that the movie worked better when Constantine was seen as a loner with no one to emotionally lean on. After she was cut though, Lawrence tried all he could to keep her in the film in a more substantial role and film some more scenes with her. These unfortunately didn't work out either, and the actress was cut yet again. Ouch. Number 3. Goonies and Gorillas The Goonies the Goonies is an 80s classic, the kind of film that acts as a time capsule to the fun, family-friendly films of the decade. Ranking alongside the likes of Back to the Future and Ferris Bueller's Day Off for its popularity, it almost featured a seriously bizarre subplot involving a couple of gorillas. The original script called for two gorillas called Bonzo and Bertha to escape from the local zoo after the kids cause havoc by banging on underground pipes. Following the zoo break, Bonzo and Bertha would appear periodically throughout the rest of the movie, stealing cars and wreaking havoc all across town. Steven Spielberg loved this gorilla plot so much that he personally stepped in and took directing duties from Richard Donner in order to shoot these scenes. In the end though, the gorillas were cut from the final film. Donner attributed the decision to the gorilla costumes looking a bit too tacky and their involvement in the plot messing up the narrative flow. In a bizarre twist, both Donna and Spielberg also say that the scenes are lost. If you ask me, it kinda sounds more likely that Donna had them burnt because his mate tried to derail the film by shooting scenes with monkeys on a crime spree. Number 2. Lou's Tragic Past – Me Before You Me Before You was a cliched but sweet enough rom-com starring Amelia Clark and Sam Claflin. Claflin stars as Will Trainer, a banker who ends up paralysed from the neck down after being hit by a motorcycle. Clark stars opposite him as Luke Clark, who is hired as Will's carer after losing her job at a local cafe. Inevitably, the pair fall in love and the whole film reads like your typical rom-com, you know, funny, charming, heartbreaking, and kind of moving in parts. Based on the book by Jojo Moyes, the film ended up cutting a major aspect of the author's original story, that being a devastating subplot detailing loose trauma after being sexually assaulted in high school. This was ultimately cut from the movie, and while it would have certainly been a harsh subplot, it would go a long way in exploring Lou's motivations and fully fleshing out this character. Number 1. The Avoxes the Hunger Games Catching Fire. The Avoxes are some of the most tragic figures in the Suzanne Collins Hunger Games series. They don't appear massively in the novels, but their role in the overall story remains pretty big. Simply put, Avoxes are people punished by the capital for rebelling against their rule. Labelled as traitors, they have their tongues removed and are forced to become slaves, performing harsh manual labour and menial domestic tasks. Two characters from the books, Lavinia and Darius, are almost cut entirely, though Lavinia does appear as a background character in Catching Fire. Her brief appearance caused confusion amongst fans who had never read the books and anger with the fans of the novels. 
Removing the heartbreaking Avox storyline from the films didn't necessarily hurt the plot overall, but in the books these servants are used to symbolise the brutality of the capital and the ruthless nature of President Snow. The film missed a trick with these in my opinion and did nothing but confuse fans with their brief unexplored inclusion. 